Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Seth Askelson, and thank you for joining me here on Locked on Coyotes. It's a Coyotes game day as they are in Pittsburgh, the second night of a back-to-back, and uh, it's going to be a tough one, a building that the Coyotes don't see a lot of success in, especially in recent years. And sure, uh, these two franchises were on different paths, uh, not not even just two years ago. Uh, but the Coyotes finally get to the level of the Penguins in terms of able to compete. Uh, so we'll see what happens with Arizona tonight as Phil Kessel makes the reunion with his Penguins teammates as uh, first time he's faced them since the trade. Uh, the Coyotes will host the Penguins later in the season, but um, it's only fitting that he has to go to Pittsburgh first to see his uh, his old team, and it'll be interesting. I feel like they'll have a video tribute for him. Usually most teams do. I mean, even when Alex Galchenyuk left Montreal and the Coyotes went back, they had a, a video package for him, so uh, it'll be good. It's good for um, the Coyotes and, and good for Phil Kessel, and maybe that's what uh, maybe that's what gets him going this year. Maybe that's what uh, this road trip is about, right? Kind of coming back to, to where he had found a ton of success, maybe his best years of his career in Pittsburgh, and um, so uh, scored two goals last night, again, power play goals. Only has had one even strength goal all season, so uh, not the prettiest um, in terms of five on five for him. But he's getting the opportunities, and again, maybe uh, this road trip is the one that really gets him going. As uh, some notes on tonight's game, per usual, um, or as we had talked about last night, that it should be Antti Ranta as the starter, and it looks like it has been confirmed. So Ranta. Going to start as Kemper gets the night off. Most likely will start on um, start Sunday in Chicago. Though there was uh, some things that, or uh, a couple reports that he may have had uh, an illness. Uh, maybe wasn't feeling too hot after the game last night. So um, not uh, too bad. Again, this is uh, this is from Craig Morgan about uh, seven hours ago. From his tweet, quote, uh, Coyotes coach Rick Tockett said he is going with the same forwards and defensemen tonight in Pittsburgh that played last night in Philadelphia. Looks like Phil Kessel, ankle, and Oliver Ekman Larson head are fine. Auntie Ronto will start in goal, end quote. So, um, good, uh, good, good news, I think, on that front, right? Ekman Larson left uh, after he got cross-checked in the head uh, at the end of the game, uh, Kessel blocked a shot earlier in the game, uh, pretty in that first period, uh, blocked that shot off his ankle and uh, looked like he was kind of slow to get up and get to the bench, but he went right out and um, uh, went right out and and, and scored again. So uh, it's been uh, it's been it's been good for him, right? Like I, I think I think he's contributed a lot, and I think this is going to be a good a good chance for him to get back. And and get things get things together. So um, again, maybe this is the the road trip that that gets him going, uh, gets to kind of reconnect with some old friends and and play against them and compete. And uh, maybe that's what gets him going, right? And I know we've talked about it, but um, hopefully, hopefully, it's what gets him moving. Uh, let's take a look at the Pittsburgh Penguins, a team that uh, kind of like the Steelers in a regard of. Uh, 
you know, Mike Tomlin kind of has that next man up, you know, type mentality. If somebody goes down, you know, next man up, what, you know, who's going to, who's going to come in and help. And it doesn't matter who it is that it's still an expectation to win. And again, it helps when you have uh, Malkin and Crosby, though, both of them have been hurt and, um, they kind of offset each other in terms of uh, Malkin got hurt. He didn't really start the season. And that when he came back, Crosby ended up getting hurt. Crosby probably added about another month or two after the surgery he had. Uh, but still, uh, the Penguins are a, a, an organized team, a team with a lot of experience. Uh, Goaltending-wise, uh, Matt Murray hasn't been too sharp. 284, 897 uh, save percentage. Uh, Tristan Jari, though. And 10 games played, 202, uh, goals against average, 936 save percentage. So uh, he's been good. Uh, Matt Murray's got to get better for them. Um, he's been kind of up and down outside of uh, playoff time for them. But, again, for the Penguins, they get in every year, and that's all that matters. And um, right now they're kind of dangling on, onto a wild card spot right now. Philadelphia uh, blazing out in front of them. Uh, their division's a tough one. They're they're in a tough spot. They got the Capitals, the Islanders, and then the Flyers, who are just on fire. Um, all three of those teams in front of them. So if they don't get that figured out quick, uh, they could be talking about a, a wild card spot, which is something Penguins fans really haven't had to kind of stare in the face in a while. Um, again, thirty four points. For the Penguins, three points up on the New York Rangers, who uh, the Rangers starting to figure out a little bit more. Uh, so uh, when you take a look at their uh, offensive numbers, and again, uh, Tristan Jari is confirmed to start tonight. So Coyotes for uh, the second straight night get a backup goaltender. Uh, so, but again, so taking a look at the uh, some of the numbers from the Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel. Leads the team in points, 27 points in 28 games. A guy who's really starting to come into their own. Um, and then Malkin, again, only played 17 games, but 22 points in 17 games. He is always firing. Uh, Jared McCann has been a fantastic addition for them, 18 and 26. Uh, Brian Russ, 17 and 14, though Russ has battled injuries. Again, Crosby, 17 and 17. So they have the guys, win healthy, that can produce a point per game and, and a lot more about three or four guys that can produce that point per game, which uh, if slash when the Penguins get healthy, I mean, it that team could be unbelievably dangerous. And the Penguins are always dangerous, right? They, they have guys that understand how to win and know what it takes to get there. And I think that's why having Alex Goligoski and, and Phil Kessel on this Coyotes team is so invaluable because they are able to help some of those younger guys get through th those seasons. And I think... Um, for the Coyotes, again, even like Oliver Ekman Larson, right? Like he's played in the league a long time, but he's played in one postseason. That was uh, his second year in the league, and uh, I just think uh, with the with the Coyotes, um, having having guys that have won before in different places and have raised the cup is huge for even guys like Oliver Ekman Larson who. Haven't had to close out a season, play tight games past, you know, February, March, or I wouldn't say tight games, important games past then. So uh, it's been good, uh, good addition for the Coyotes. But again, that's why Pittsburgh's so dangerous. They have those guys that know how to win and that understand uh, what it takes 
to get it done. So uh, that game uh, dropped, puck drop about uh, 90 minutes to an hour or so. Um, and uh, obviously it's a road game, so you won't be heading out uh, to the arena tonight. But if you're staying at home to watch the game, you can treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners, which is you, can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code Locked On. Are you listening on the go? You driving somewhere? Are you in the kitchen? Don't stop what you're doing. If you can't visit DoorDash right now, you can find this and all other offers from Locked On sponsors at LockedOnPodcast.com slash offers. Again, all of our offers across the Locked On Podcast Network can be found on LockedOnPodcast.com slash offers. So I know I said yesterday that we would talk a little trailer, Taylor Hall talk, um, but I think I'm going to push that back a little bit, maybe to uh, tonight to wrap up episode, just because uh, an interesting article came out uh, today, and I think it was from the Pittsburgh Gazette, um, and um, I I think that, because uh, I, I want to find it again, uh, but with Alex Galchenyuk and, and the trade, that happened, right? The Kessel for Galchenyuk and, and Pierre Oliver-Joseph. And uh, this is actually by The Athletic, so apologize for that. Um, and uh, for for Alex Galchenyuk, it, it's been kind of a, a weird career for him, right? Uh, drafted high by the Montreal Canadiens. And he had um, had a 30 goal season which is impressive right like no matter what age no matter what what position you play if you if you can score 30 goals in the National Hockey League I mean that is beyond impressive and then after that is his career's kind of gone um, I wouldn't say downhill necessarily I think his production has dropped off but I still think he's a solid hockey player and this is a guy that I think would benefit from a little more stability um, I mean when you take a look at at his career right like a guy that I think the the Canadiens got an absolute steal out of that trade, uh, but you you look at his you look at his stats. So, twenty seven points his rookie year, uh, thirty one, forty six, fifty six, forty four, fifty one. I mean, he even put up forty one points last year, which isn't horrible. And so far, ten points in nineteen games, only two goals, uh, but he's still it's still solid, right? Like ten points in nineteen games isn't horrible, but again. Uh, this article from The Athletic, um, from uh, Josh Yeo. Uh, so, uh, quote, so this is the, the start of the story from Josh Yeo. Quote, the return for Phil Kessel has been underwhelming so far, and general manager Jim Rutherford knows it. And um, quote, including, uh, you go to a little more down the list, um, quote, Rutherford, in an interview with The Athletics, he's no longer intrigued by the idea of Malkin, Venny Malkin, and Galchenyuk skating on the same line. Uh, now, this is a quote from Rutherford in the story. No, not necessarily. Rutherford said, not really. I'm not totally convinced there's the right chemistry there. You have to have the players that have the chemistry, the right fit. I've never felt that that was going to be a place for him. So, um, Jim Rutherford, I think, uh, extending his frustrations a little bit and a lot of forwards are hurt right now uh, for the penguins right nick bugstag is out uh, or nick bugstad excuse me is out and Sidney crosby obviously so when they start getting some of those guys back galchenyuk is he gonna be is he gonna be on his way to the american hockey league i i don't know and 
I think uh, free agent at the end of the year. And this is a guy who I think could benefit from kind of what happened to Anthony Duclair. And that's um, Duclair didn't really have a lot of stability in his career so far. I mean, he uh, drafted by the Rangers, uh, traded to the Coyotes, had that 44-point season um, in his first full season in the National Hockey League, and didn't have a great uh, follow-up seasons after that. Traded to Chicago, um, had some troubles there. Um, the Blue Jackets, he kind of butted heads with John Tortorella. But now, uh, Duclair, and I, look, I get it, right? Like, the Senators are a bad team. Somebody's got to score on that team. But last year, he had 14 points in 21 games in Ottawa. And then this year so far, he's got 17 points in 29 games. So, Anthony Duclair is starting to, starting to put it together a little bit now. And I think for the Coyotes, or uh, sorry, for Alex Galchenyuk, it's it's got to be frustrating for him. He's been on three teams in three years now. And uh, it's kind of been bounced around the lineup, especially when he was here. Uh, so I think he had a, lot, a little more stability in Montreal, but uh, I, I think he can get it turned around. I still think he's a talented hockey player. I don't think he's, uh, I, I don't think he's out of the league quite yet. Like I, I still think he'll get a, a good deal now. Where is he going to go? Right? Like is he? Would it be a good fit in Detroit? I know Detroit's not trying to add any extra money that they don't need to add, but that could be a good possibility for him. I mean, you go to Detroit and, and find your game, get to play with Dylan Larkin, that wouldn't be a bad idea. So uh, it doesn't feel like Galchenyuk's going to get re-signed by the Penguins at the end of the season, but uh, we'll see what happens. Um, and then, uh, again, and we start with Alex Galchenyuk, but I, I do just want to talk about the trade in general. Galchenyuk um, has had, a, again, a rough season so far. But the other piece of that trade, uh, Pierre-Olivier Joseph, who uh, drafted 23rd overall in 2017, got a chance to uh, see him when they had uh, played the the rookie game. And he just, he just didn't look muscular. No. He didn't look like he had a... Uh, a big enough frame, and um, so uh, so he gets traded away, and, and that was actually the next day, which was surprising, right? Uh, Andrew Bell, who's been a, a guest on the show multiple times, uh, we had taught or we had saw him walk down through there, and then the next day the Kessel trade was announced, so um, it's kind of eerie in that sense because he was actually heading uh, towards a, a meeting, and again, most players have that meeting after those. Uh, you know, rookie training camps and or the the prospect camps, but um, Pierre Olivier Joseph, part of that trade right now, and in Wilkes Barre Scranton, uh, only a, a point in eleven games. So, um, I think one of the rare misses for John Chica again picking twenty third. When you talk about the NHL draft, right, it's such a crapshoot. After even the top ten, maybe even fifteen. I mean. You look at that draft, right? Like Nico Heischer and Nolan Patrick went one two, and and Nolan Patrick has not had a good NHL career so far. Only sixty one points, at least in terms of you know what he should be producing, um, and he has yet to play a game for the Flyers. I mean, thirty points in twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, and then uh, thirty one in uh, last season. So, um, so again, it's. 
it's always uh it's always hard right like and and John Chica has an eye for for talent but um uh Nolan Patrick is um right now battling um some migraine issues hopefully he'll be okay um and and he was skating uh according to this from the Philadelphia Inquirer skating uh, on Tuesday before the Coyotes uh, took on the Flyers. But again, uh, back to that point, uh, just looking at that draft, right? Like, it's so hard to tell. I mean, Nolan Patrick has had a tough NHL career so far. Miro Heiskanen's been good. Uh, Kale McCarr took a couple years, but, you know, now he's a point-per-game player in the National Hockey League, Elias Patterson. But after that, like, uh, where, where do you start, right? Like, so you get to 23rd, um, after that, there's not a, a ton of guys that have played NHL games. Like the most has been Yoki Haru, who's played uh, 67. That was that's almost out of necessity for Chicago. So uh, again, a, a rare miss. And I don't think uh, Pierre Oliver Joseph is not going to be an NHL caliber player. But I do think that um, it's it's going to take some time. So that trade I think is beneficial for the guy. Even if Phil Kessel doesn't put up 40 goals this year, if they still make the playoffs. Having him in the playoffs is going to be invaluable, and I don't know if Galchenyuk was a part of this future. I don't know if Pierre Olivier Joseph was right. Like I mean, they got Soderstrom, and uh, you know Ekman Larson's not all that old quite yet. He's probably got another four or five years in him. Jacob Chikrin's a good young defenseman. Jordan Osterley, uh, Jason Demers isn't all that old either. So I think the Coyotes were kind of loaded on defensemen, right? Like Jason Demers, thirty-one. He's probably got another good two or three years in him. Um, you take a look at Oliver Ekman Larson. Um, uh, he's 28. Like uh, a, a lot of good, a lot of good defensemen left on this Coyotes team. So I don't know if you would say the Coyotes necessarily won this trade, but I still think the Coyotes benefit from this trade, no matter what happens. And um, it doesn't feel like Galchenyuk's going to be on the Penguins next season. At least that's what it's starting to feel like. So um, almost like uh, the Coyotes got. Phil Kessel for nothing. So, but again, puck drop uh, coming up here pretty soon as the Coyotes will face the Penguins in uh, Phil Kessel's Pittsburgh homecoming. First time he's back since the trade. As we always do here on Locked on Coyotes, take a look at the action around the league. We won't take a look at the standings. Obviously, nothing's changed since last night. No games have started. Uh, but tonight's action. Uh, Blackhawks head to New Jersey to take on the Devils, uh, two teams that are struggling and uh, hopefully finding their way back, though it sounds like the Devils uh, might be calling it quits here pretty soon. Taylor Hall already on the block, and a few teams, including the Coyotes, again, we'll talk about that a little bit later, uh, have expressed interest. Elsewhere, the Rangers, who have been uh, pretty good recently, taking on a Canadiens team who has been struggling mightily uh, that game. Starts at 7 Eastern, Coyotes and Penguins, obviously. And then uh, a couple late ones. First in Edmonton at uh, 7 Arizona time, Los Angeles and the Oilers. And then uh, the Capitals, 21-4-5, take on the Ducks in Anaheim. The Caps on a, a pretty good Western swing so far. So uh, not a ton of action Going on around the league tonight, a little bit more tomorrow is um, seems to be a game almost uh, pretty much almost every uh, time period or at every time almost like football. But again, tomorrow games at uh, one Eastern, four Eastern, seven Eastern, 
and uh, 8, 9, and 10 Eastern. So um, for those of you in Arizona, hockey starts at 11 a.m. tomorrow. If you have the NHL uh, package, whether it be Center Ice or NHL.TV, you got a full day of hockey in front of you. So uh, pretty split up again. The schedule getting kind of back to normal. Uh, the heavy traffic days are normally... Uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday for the National Hockey League. The Thanksgiving holiday kind of threw some things off. So there was a game on Thanksgiving, Montreal and New Jersey. So um, action not abundant around the league tonight, but uh, does make for an interesting Sunday as well. A, a decent amount of games on Sunday, which is uh, usually a, a surprise, a day that's not reserved for a, a ton of hockey games. There's five games on the schedule come. Sunday night. So I appreciate you tuning in here to Locked On Coyotes. My name is Seth Askelson. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at S A S K E L S O N 96. You can follow the show on Twitter at L O underscore Coyotes. Once again, that is at L O underscore Coyotes. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a wrap up show for you after the Coyotes Penguins matchup, which uh, drops in about a half an hour or so. Um, so tune in to that. We'll talk uh, post-game. We'll talk for sure this time Taylor Hall and uh, talk about uh, what happened around the league tonight. So thank you for joining me here. Hope you get a chance to watch the game if you're home already. If not, uh, catch it uh, hopefully halfway through. And uh, as always, I hope you stay locked on, Coyotes. <laughs>